I have the distinct feeling that the only African-American representation in that show is the man singing the theme. There's no African-American representation in any show back then except for Family Matters. I mean, why are you getting mad at me? I'm not the one. I was mad about it as a kid. I was like, well, I want to see more people you like see me. You want to see more people like you, yeah. Yeah. And more of your people. Yeah. That's why I got so excited when they when I saw the preview for that new Little Mermaid. Yeah. I pointed at the screen. I was like, she's like me. She's like <laughs> She like me. She's like me. <laughs> oh yeah. Lock up your daughters. It's the Problemos Podcast. Es hora de otro podcast de mierda. And now your hosts, C.W. Headley and Nick Milton. I only got I mainly got like positive feedback, which was cool. That's cool. And I discovered that like I'm doing I'm actually got a leg up and I'm doing a little bit more than most people because for an industrial design uh, portfolio, most people just do submit like drawings and designs. Mm-hmm. Whereas I'm submitting not just my drawings and designs, but the finished product that I actually made. So oh, cool. Yeah, so most people don't have like, you know, the actual physical end result. So that's cool. Are you aware it's uh breast cancer awareness month? No. It is. Oh. Did you know breast cancer? Uh next to skin cancer, it's the cancer that affects more women in the United States than any other cancer. Oh. That's that's just what the uh, American Cancer Society wants you to believe. What do you mean? The real cancer that is affecting more women in this country than anything else is what? The cancer that is men. <laughs> I had a feeling that was it. And you know where we're seeing it the most right now? In New York City. Stand-up comedy. Stand-up comedy. Women women comedians are all testing positive for the cancer that is men. Yeah. I'm not surprised. Just this month, Ariel uh, Elias mm-hmm. had the beer thrown at her on stage. Oh, yeah. That shit was nuts. Yeah. But you she, see, she's she's all the. I mean, it's all going to work out for her. Yeah, it's great. It's great. It's great that that happened to her. She's the Emmett Till of our our generation. <laughs> you find me someone who's been persecuted, who has a harder story. Did you see Kathy Griffin stands with her? Jimmy Kimmel stands with her. Oh, wow! Every big celebrity now is behind her. Yeah, yeah. Which it's cool. Like as a comedian, you're just like, oh, that's cool. She handled that really well. But then when you see like. Oh, people who aren't comedians, the way they're reacting to it, you're like, wow, this may be the way I should be reacting to it. <laughs> like, I was just treating this like, wow, you did a good job up there. Instead, yeah. I should be like, wow, this is generational. You're a hero. You are a hero. You're a hero. Yeah. Yeah. David K. Um, Ariel, if Ariel ever hears this, I went through the tweet replies for that video. And comedian David K. I actually screen grabbed it because oh, I God. was so... I was so moved. Also, Jamie Kennedy says she should get a Netflix special. <laughs> Jamie Kennedy. Which I'm going to warn people uh, not to take anything away from her heroics, but if we give her a Netflix special, be ready to see 100 videos a week of people throwing things at Jamie Kennedy on stage because <laughs> I feel like this might be a ploy by Mr. Kennedy. This might, You know what? It, it could become something where people start planting people. Start throwing things. Well, it'll probably be with male comedians. Women comedians have to deal with this realistically all the time. Yes. The number of shows that I've been on 
where women have gone on stage and literally had things thrown at them. It's almost every time. <laughs> I've had I've seen women go on stage and before they speak, a white man runs on the stage with a gun. Yeah. And he just points it at them and he says, Don't you dare fucking talk. <laughs> and I have to I have to be one of the you good have to ones. Be the, one of the good ones, yeah. I'd be one of the good ones. And, be like, and pull out there, your gun. I go up there, I pull out my gun, and I go, Hey, hey, hey. I'm like, she might say something funny. Hey, she might. And then usually they don't, but then but afterwards... You, you're like, it's important that you give them the chance. You have to give them the chance. Yeah. Everybody should be given the chance Everyone should be given the chance to maybe, possibly, unlikely say something funny. Exactly. Yeah. Which nowadays in comedy, nobody says anything funny, so it's kind of, it's all a wash. Yeah, it's all a wash. We should start a charity for this. It'd be a good idea. A little ribbon. Perhaps it's, um, uh, it's like, it's the pattern of the, the, the cage on the mic. That's mm-hmm. what the ribbon looks like, and it says... Um, that could be good. Save our girls. Bring our comedians to the stage. Bring our comedians to the grizzly pair. Yes. Yes. Nothing ever bad happens there. No, nothing bad has ever happened there. Um, Steve Hofstetter, oh. who is known for owning uh, hecklers. hecklers. Yes. Like, that's he his is, thing. Yeah. He even said, this handling of a MAGA asshole heckler was masterful, completely unflappable, remarkable composure. If you need any work, I can help. Let me know. And in case you're wondering, what he means by work is, if you ever need to have your whole act put on television and not get paid for it, Steve Hofstetter will do that for you. Yeah. You know, I love all these people that are coming out to piggyback back on this woman's tragedy to get their own bit of attention. Like David K. Comedian, who is a white man back in Pittsburgh. Disgusting. He wrote, wrote, you are my hero. Need to book you at my clubs in Pittsburgh. What an idiot. At Slapsticks PGH. By the way, I don't know if anything's changed, but uh, David Kay doesn't have any comedy clubs in Pittsburgh. If your definition of a comedy club is uh, a vinyl poster being hung up on a wall in a VFW that says Slapsticks Comedy Pittsburgh on it, that's the Ness. He well, does have many comedy clubs. He has many comedy clubs that are always on the move. This is clearly a, f- a false flag gesture, though, because he used the word hero and not Shiro. Um, oh, so, you know, clearly he's a faker. There's another comedian, female comedian, Kim Congdon. Mm-hmm. She had a guy, uh, she posted that on Twitter too. Yeah. A guy after a show came up to her, literally jammed his fingers in her pussy. Holy smokes. Yeah. Meet and greets are wild. Wow. Wow. That's, uh, men are a cancer folks. Cancerous. Yeah. Malignant. And that's not, it's, that's just the stuff that we hear about. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff going on the DL. Yeah. In this, especially the New York comedy scene, yeah. Just a couple of weeks ago, like a month ago, there was I was made aware, and this is the way it always pans out. A lot of times, somebody came to me and they're like, "Hey, there's this guy. Um, apparently, he's a rapist." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Not surprised. Not surprised. He's a man." And they came to me and they're like, "Yeah, this this dude. Apparently, he did this thing, this horrible thing." Let's call, let's, instead of saying his name, we'll come up with a fake name. All right. So like Mike. Mike. Let's say the guy's name is Mike. Let's say it's Mike. So this guy, Mike, apparently is just uh, getting female comedians at parties and stuff like that and just taking advantage of them. Mm-hmm. And also not just like taking advantage, like, oh, hey, like, did I do that last night? No, like physically getting them restraining them yeah pushing them down stuff like that Mm -hmm. and my big problem with this is this is why we need a czar of comedy Mm -hmm. because this guy if only people would have listened to me when i said he was a bad comedian (laughs) 
he would have never been at that party. He would yeah. have never been able to book people that he could later do this to. Yeah. I'm more offended by the comedy. This guy was doing jokes about shit in his pants in public. Mm. Really unfunny jokes. Really low hanging fruit. Yeah. God, I love liquid death. Yeah, with liquid death, really. Liquid death is so good for when you're talking about bad comedians doing bad things. Doing bad things. Bad, non-funny men doing non-funny stuff. These bad comedians, though, like these, these are people that always got booked over me. Yeah. Guys that rape people. Yeah. He's so bad. Mm. He was so unfunny. Very Why bad. did you even give him this shot? Mm, yeah. I don't know how we fix this. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe put people like me. Look, I'm never even. Gonna, I don't know. Nick, I don't even want to talk to female comedians. You don't st- worry. You could put me. You could throw me in a whole room of a hundred female comedians. Guess what? You know who's going to be in the corner sucking his thumb? This guy. <laughs> I'm not fucking it's just staring at your shoes. Yeah. Yeah. I and that's you know it's funny too because people if you put me next to Mike. And you asked, you know, a random room of people, you're like, hey, which one of these guys you think is running around like Jack the Ripper? <laughs> They'd be like, uh, I'm going to go with the guy who looks like he's every burglar in an ADT commercial. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with that guy. But meanwhile, it's this little fucking little little, little Dago, little, little guinea piece of shit, <laughs> little shrimp ass yeah. fucking. Yeah. 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 You know, my first memory of him, too, was? What's that? Uh, former co-host, C.W. Headley. Yes. Tried impressing a girl one time at a show. Uh-huh. And um, he lost. You know, I'm going to tell that story. Cause C.W. is probably never going to tell it. So yeah. C.W. Headley one time was... Um, Christopher. Christopher. Winoker. Winoker. Headley. Headley. Um, C.W. comes to me. This is like in the first year that I was friends with him. Yeah. And he's like, uh, so I met this French girl. And I go, oh, Yeah. And I, I think she was doing, yeah, she was doing stand-up too. Mm-hmm. There was two French girls that were doing, like they had come here and were visiting for a period of time. Yeah. And one of the two he had a thing for and he really wanted to impress her. So like he had been kind of like talking her up and stuff like that. And like, you know, she seemed like she was interested in him. Yeah. So uh, I guess she said something to him. Like <laughs> she was like, um, I'm going to be doing a set. Um, I'd really like to get a, a, a recording of it. Mm-hmm. And CW's like, well, I have, I have a camera. I have like a professional camera. I can record your set. And she was like, oh my God. She's like, that would be amazing. So, By the like, way, knowing CW, I wouldn't be surprised. It was like one of those old news cameras with like the two reels at the top. Oh, like, buddy. Oh, oh buddy. no. Oh, no. I remember the night of the, the show. Yeah. He tells me, he's like, I got this whole thing planned, right? So he shows up and he's got this big ass bag, right? Oh. And he pulls out, I'm talking like, you remember like, like home video cameras from when you were a kid, the ones that like your dad and like might the, use a full size VHS. They use a full size. Yeah. It's a full size VHS tape. He had one of those. And I remember when he pulled it out of the bag too, I don't know where it had been kept, but there was hard candy stuck to it. <laughs> like there was a big, like, you know, those cinnamon, the red and white striped mints. There was one that looked so old. It had fused to the side of the camera. And I'm like. I guess you don't use this much. And he's like, oh man, I forgot about that. And he's like cleaning it off. And then I go, okay, so like you're going to tell her this is like a pro camera. And he goes, yeah, you think she'll believe it? And I'm like, I don't know. And he goes, you know what I got? And he's like, plus he's like, uh, I got these headphones. I'm going to plug the headphones into this. So it seems like I'm like checking the audio while I'm recording her, but there's no headphone jack. 
So like he's literally trying to figure out a way that he can like hide. So he's got his headphones on and the headphones literally go into his pocket. And then he's like holding his camera. So wait, this is the best part. So he's going to record it right mm-hmm. on this camera. Yeah. And um, we go down into the showroom and she's about to go up. Right. Where is this by the way? Uh, Please tell me it was like the experiment. No, it was someplace in Manhattan. I can't remember. Oh, okay. And he goes downstairs and I'm like standing there watching him and he's like, gonna, she's like telling him, she's like, you ready to film me? And he goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, the, I'm this, I imagine you standing aside. Just, you're just filled with joy. So much joy. Yeah. I love when this kid, you're just a jolly yeah. man in the corner. There's nobody who enjoys CW succeeding more than me. Yeah. Um, and this was a successful attempt. Uh, he, he's standing there with the camera. She goes on stage and she starts performing like she's about to perform. I just see him panicking because the, it's not turning on because it's so fucking old. Yeah, dude, he didn't check the equipment before. Oh I guess not. So then he goes up to there's another comedian sitting there and he starts asking the guy, hey, can you record her set on your iPhone? So the, the comedian's recording it. And the best part is, is as he's recording it, you can hear in the recording. The guy goes to see up. He goes, why are you recording her set? And he tells the whole story. He goes, oh. oh, he's like, I told her that I could record a set, but he's like, I don't have a camera. So I brought this fake camera. And he's like, this fake camera doesn't even really work like enough that I can even pretend. So like, I need to give her something. So if you could just record that, he's like, I feel like a real, f-. and like, just goes through the whole thing. So after she gets off stage, right? <laughs> God. Uh, we're all standing around. And I just remember like, um, she ends up, uh, once again, we'll use a fake name, Mike, yeah. the comedian who rapes, mm-hmm. he uh, and her step outside after the mic, and I'll never forget, it was pouring rain, and we're like under an awning, and we just look over, and we see Mike's got this girl up against an ATM machine, making out hard, and CW comes out the door, and it's one of those things where he turns left, sees it, turns right, and then just walks past all of us into the rain, <laughs> Oh God! And the best part of the whole story is uh, Chris Keys is legendary. There. Legendary Chris Keys is standing there. Chris Keys, big black guy, he's got like this deep voice. I remember Chris uh, Keys, y'all. Yeah, Chris comes out and sees what's happening. The girls kissing uh, the, the rapist guy, and uh, <laughs> we all go back in. And Chris had just gotten there, yeah. and we're telling him the whole story of like you know CW wanted to get with this girl, and then I just remember CW comes back in. And he's opening up his bag and like you see the camera and he's got the headphones. He's got all this stuff. Yeah. And Chris Keys just looks down and he goes, man, you brought all that to get no pussy. <laughs> <laughs> and like we just we all just started dying laughing. Chris Keys, what a legend. Chris Keys, a guy who who legitimately would get butt naked in a public bathroom to take a shit. I didn't believe it. He's always telling me, he's like, I take all my clothes off when I shit. And I was like, no, you don't. And then no, one day, don't. one day, like months later, he's like, man, I got to take a shit. He goes in the bathroom. I'm like, I got to find out. So I went in the bathroom and I literally, I stood on the urinal. And I popped up for a second just to look over. And I just saw his like bare back. Like he was like doing the thing where like when you're sitting on the toilet, like you're leaned forward. Yeah. I could see he had his clothes in a pile in the corner. He get he gets buck naked. <laughs> To take a dump. Which let's bring back those days too. I saw this the other day online. There was a guy who uh he uh some kids like tried breaking in his house and yeah. he caught up to him. He told him to get butt naked. 
that used to, th- that used to be a thing. Like, <laughs> I don't think anybody remembers that. Like, young kids don't know about this. There was a generation of people that when they were older, you, where older men would tell children to get naked. Well, no, that's a tale as old as time, and that will continue. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying ancient Greek time. To when today. you're when you're shaking somebody down, you don't just say, "Give me your wallet." Oh, I thought you meant like if you're catching like a bunch of kids, like you know, on your property or something. No, shit. no, no. Like uh, the famous one is DMX in Belly, when he yells at that dude, he's like, "Get butt naked, <laughs> get butt naked." We should bring that back. Yeah, getting butt naked. Yeah, just tell to rob people, like, someone, or just like whenever you're mad at somebody. Like when you intimidate somebody, instead of fighting them, just be like, get butt naked. <laughs> I'm going out tonight. I'm going to try to like find somebody that I can have a beef with. Yeah. And like when, as soon as they start to cower, because that's the thing. Well, you're going to have your crew of very, uh, you know, tough alpha males. Alpha males. I'm be surrounded by alphas tonight. Yeah, tonight you're going to be swimming. On my bar stool. Swimming with the bros. sharks. Yeah. Taking, I'm going to take them into deep water. Yeah. But if I have some guy... And like, if we're going for like John, the yeah. moment he goes, all right, man, let's like, let's not do this. I'm going to be like, you know what? Get butt naked. <laughs> He's like, what? I'm like, get butt naked. And I'm going to fucking kill you. <laughs> I'm going to grab a bottle, break it. I'm, I'll be like, I'll stab you in the fucking throat. Break it over bottle. your own head. <laughs> yeah. I'm, like, I'm going to stick this bottle in your fucking eyes. You know, get butt naked. And then just watch this guy have to like strip down. He's like, come on, man. This is crazy. <laughs> I'm imagining it's some tall, gangly finance bro. Yeah, and then I just leave with his clothes. Yeah. And I throw him in a trash can at the end of the block. And he's walking around holding his small dick and balls in one hand. Oh, yeah, you got to get him all the way naked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, if I see you wearing socks, <laughs> it's I'm over. Like, I'm like, take them socks off. Get take them socks off, bitch. Get them, give me them gold toes. <laughs> gold toes. Give me them gold toes. I want them BVDs. I want them gold toes. Give me them Kirklands. Yeah. Not at all. Dude, I went out with a friend of mine or a couple of friends after boxing the other night and the one girl, she was like, oh, I can't go out. I'm like wearing my sweats. I was like, you're wearing a Kirkland signature crew neck sweatshirt. You are going to get so many compliments tonight. Because your question, does it say Kirkland? Yeah, it's huge. Oh, the ones with the logo. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. And uh, yeah, what a dumb bitch. <laughs> No, don't we, you know? Don't you know anything? Like we went out that night, and like so many people were like sick crew neck. Yeah, like that's like somebody being like, "Oh man, I can't. I gotta go home and change. All I'm doing is wearing my supreme pants." <laughs> it's like uh, I think you're fine. I think you'll be all right. Yeah, yeah. Kirkland signature. I'm literally wearing Zubaz. I need to go home and change. <laughs> I'm wearing pink and black Zubaz zebra print workout pants. <laughs> You're gonna, yeah, you're yeah. Gonna. I gotta go home and change, man. Yeah, I'm wearing Teva sandals. Teva, I'm wearing Teva sandals with white socks, gold toes. Yeah, <laughs> white gold toes. I, Not even. I want to see ones. someone in like Birkenstocks or Tevas with fucking gold toes on. A pair of Tevas. I wonder if Tevas fucking thirty two dollars. They gotta be cheap as fuck, dude. Come on, fifty five bucks, thirty seven on sale some places. There you go, dude. I need to get me some Tevas for the winter. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I forgot you're one of these, like, fat guy shorts in the winter, people. Love it. Ugh. Nothing I love more. Yeah, oh, dude, and you got to get the ones that have the clearly Native American indigenous oh, yeah, strap yeah. design. Oh, yeah. That's... Yeah, if you get a plain strap on a Teva, you yeah. are fucking up, my friend. Yeah. Yeah, I want one of these. It's yeah. a bestseller. Sure it is. What's the size? Do they do half sizes in those? Maybe. Well, it's, it's always weird when someone's wearing sandals that are a little bit too big. 
That sticks out with I'll tell you what, it's a lot weirder when somebody wears sandals that are too small. <laughs> yeah, I got it. And their yeah. toes just hang over the front. Gripping, like, yeah. <laughs> like the talons on a gargoyle. Just, ugh. Five little pigs hanging off a cliff. Uh, yuck. More Problemos podcast after a word from our sponsors. It's getting kind of embarrassing at this point that we bit. can't find. A little shameful, yeah. Yeah. Well, this week we're going to be hitting some of the, uh, I think, if, if these two companies were doing this week, they do every goddamn podcast. Yeah. If they won't jump on board with ours, I don't know who's going to come on board. Who we got? We want, let's, you want, let's do Blue Chew. You want to do Blue Chew first? Okay. Yeah. All right. When I think of the three most demoralizing things that a man can go through, one letting your family be murdered in front of you and not doing anything about it. Two, not knowing how to change a flat tire. And three is not getting a hard dick. Blue Chew is here to help you with one of those situations to make sure it never happens. Blue Chew is a chewable tablet um, that you can take to maintain an erection. It keeps the blood in your hard dick. And what's great about Blue Chew is Blue Chew is a uh, unique telemedicine service started by passionate entrepreneurs in 2014 to help people gain access to medical providers to help men with erectile dysfunction. Here's the great thing about Blue Chew. The problem when your dick doesn't work and you're not a man is you have to deal with everyone knowing that you're lesser than. For instance, you go to your doctor. You say to your doctor, you're like, hey, my dick doesn't get hard. Your doctor says, maybe you should start sucking dudes. Maybe that's the problem for some of you guys out there. You should start sucking some dick. I love that it's because you don't like chicks if your dick don't get hard. I love that even add like having it work for you, but if it doesn't work for you, try dudes. I guess you're probably gay or something. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to do. Because it was for the hours. If it doesn't work for you, you know, seek this, seek yeah. that. It's like this doesn't work for you. Because you, pro- you feel like it's on TV commercial, you yeah. break the cadence. Yeah, like the broadcaster voice. So like, you should probably start sucking dudes. Yeah, start sucking some dudes yeah. because this ain't for you. Um, and nothing wrong with sucking dudes. No, there's nothing wrong. I mean, with sucking less, dudes. It doesn't mean you're less of a man or nothing like that. No, no. Actually, you know what? Yeah. The dudes who are sucking dudes are more men. I like than this. the guys who can't get hard right. with women. Well, well. Now you see how demoralizing that conversation could be. With Blue Chew, you don't even have to deal with that. You can literally have an internet conversation, a little chat with a doctor. You don't even have to be face to face with them. You don't even have to turn your camera on. You can literally put the camera down, facing your soft dick. And when it comes up, the doctor sees your soft dick. They're like, "Yeah, you know what? You need Blue Chew. We'll send it to you." And it's affordable. The other thing to remember about this is when you're not a man. When you're just some limp dick loser going around through life, no one respects you. Do you want some respect? You know how you get respect? You get respect with a hard dick. And the only way you get a hard dick is if you have blue chew. Now, I know some of you out there are going to say to me, hey, you know what? I can't get a hard on. It's not my fault. I'm not less of a man. I understand that. A lot of you have women in your lives who have become less attractive over the years. This is also for you. Order blue chew. Get it sent to you at home. It's in a packaging that won't say Blue Chew on it. It won't say, hey, it doesn't even like address. It'll be addressed to your name. It's not going to say to the guy who can't get his dick hard anymore because he's a fucking loser. It's going to say your name. They're not going to be cruel with this. Right. Okay. 
You get your blue chew. Your wife says, hey, I'm coming home early. I'm feeling in the mood. Usually, you'd run to the toilet to vomit, but not anymore. Now what you do is you sit down, you pop the blue chew. It's chewable. Like I said, this is great because a lot of you people who don't get hard-ons, you're afraid to swallow pills because you think you might choke because you're pussies. But now you can chew the blue chew, you sit there, you close your eyes, you think of a beautiful woman, or at least like what the woman you're about to fuck used to look like. Suddenly your dick's hard. Guess what? Once it's hard and you've had the blue chew, it's going to stay hard. She comes home. She starts to undress. You're thinking to yourself, there's no way I can keep my dick hard. But guess what? It's going to stay hard because you took a blue chew. That's the magic of blue chew. And love. True love. Sometimes I take a blue chew, and it's not because my dick doesn't get hard. Why is that? Why do you take it? I take it because I want to have an even stronger erection. You're th- I'm the third person we're going to talk about in this ad. Oh, okay. Some of you want to dismantle vaginas. You want to wreck them beyond belief. And... <laughs> Sometimes to do that, <coughs> you gotta put the time in. <coughs> you okay? <coughs> I think to dismantle the job, you gotta know it's coming. <laughs> That's hilarious. Blue Chew does not sponsor the show. I'm assuming they definitely will because one, they sponsor almost every fucking podcast, and two, we just knocked it out of the park. BlueChew.com. It's okay if you don't, if you have issues. Maintaining an erection. (laughs) (laughs) We now return you to the Problemos Podcast. Good time for some liquid death, huh? Yeah. So Michael, or Mike, (laughs) Mike, uh, this this random name we created for this guy, Mike. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's in comedy jail. I got to be honest. I got to be honest. I was way more. F- I thought we were going to talk about this. Like, I wanted to talk about this like weeks ago. Yeah. And I'm already over it. <laughs> <laughs> like, my hatred for him, like, the week I found out about it, I was like, this motherfucker. You already so hated bad him so at much. Comedy, and this guy. You like, hate everyone. I don't hate everyone. I, it's not. Okay. Obviously not. I mean, you got your your crew, your, sh- your crew of sharks yeah. that you're hanging out with tonight. My street sharks. Your street sharks. <laughs> you got the street sharks. <laughs> yeah. And one of them is a mud shark, and um, you got the four street sharks on the mud shark. What's the mud shark? I don't know. Just... Is that supposed to be Connor because he's gay? No, I was thinking more Mo because he's fat. Oh. Is a mud shark bigger? No, I was just... You know what? You're a dumb shark. <laughs> I am a stupid <laughs> shark. Wait, where were we going? That you, you hate everyone. Oh, no, I don't hate everyone. Most people. No, I just have no feelings towards a lot of people. I could take or leave. Okay, that's people. a cop out. No, I really don't. I just like most people. I just feel nothing. <laughs> feel nothing. I feel nothing. Maybe every like one, every once in a while, I get into like a, a maybe like ten. Most grams. of my friendships come about through like almost a. It's like two rams that are just <laughs> butting heads over and over again, and just eventually, it's like neither one's gonna go down. I guess we're friends. Yeah. Yeah. Does that help? Yeah, it's usually like almost even with you. Remember, really? like for the first few times we like were around each other, it was always just like nobody saying anything, and just like everybody, like it just felt awkward, like where everybody's just standing around. That's how it was with Ian. That's uh, yeah. Well, Ian doesn't speak. Yeah, Ian doesn't speak much. My friend Matt He's mute. <laughs> my friend Matt, like the first time I met him, I got into it. I got shitty with his girlfriend at the time. Oh. That was at your house. That was back when you used to have the backyard comedy shows at your house. Oh yeah. And his girlfriend at the time, she was, I'd never met her. 
And, Which one? Not uh, the current one. No, 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 no. no. The no, other was, one. Yeah, the one nobody likes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> right. She uh, she was sitting up front. It was like a hot summer night, and she had a beer in between her legs. And I was like, "Oh, it's so fucking hot out here." I was like, "This girl's got the right idea. Keep that pussy cool." And, <laughs> you said that to a woman you've yeah. never spoken to. And she comes up to me after, and she goes, "I gotta admit, I was kind of offended by that." And I was like, "Well, here's the thing. Like, you know, comedians." Like a lot of times, like they just say stuff to be funny. I was like, you know, you got to make the. And she was like, "Excuse me, yeah, I'm a comedian." Yeah, she was like, "She's like, I'm a comedian." I was like, "Well, then you should know." <laughs> and then I remember he was like, Matt was like, "Okay," and I was oh, like, "Oh yeah, he's not gonna." Yeah, and then like later on, I think me and Matt bonded because I was like, "Hey, your name's Matt Leary, right?" And he goes, "Yeah," and I yeah. go, "You're the guy who always posts on blank blanks Facebook." And he goes, oh, yeah. And I go, yeah, dude. I was like, it's so funny because like he thinks you sincerely like him, but it's so obvious oh you're God. trolling him. Blank, blank. Cover your mic. and Oof. That man, I, it makes me feel bad. That guy's not lived a good life. No. I think he should be a future guest. I feel bad for him. I'm going to have him on. You got to have another person as well. No, nah, it's just going to be me and him. Oh, my goodness, dude. Just a sincere interview. <laughs> So we were talking about, oh, yeah, so. Was that the same? Okay, by the way, was that the same party where you were accused of jacking it on the couch? Yes, that is still something that I will You're stand still? by. I did not jerk off in your apartment on the couch. I didn't think you did, but. I think what I did I was. I kept pushing it because. I think what I did was I put my finger through the zipper. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And I, I played with my finger over. Yeah. And uh, I just remember uh, Lev Fur, comedian <sighs> Lev Fur, was sitting. By the way, the girl who was sitting next to me was laughing. She was laughing at it. I was being a very obnoxious drunk that night. Yeah, which you is were. How, which is I, great. It was as funny. I am wont to do. As you are wont to do. And I used to have a lot of fun being it. A lot of people had fun. Yeah, I a lot of people were having fun. Uh, I got to say that. What's-his-face was licking ever, the tops off of cupcakes and putting them back. Yeah, that cretin. <laughs> uh, I can say this, and I feel very confident in saying this. 95% of the time. When I'm fucked up, people have a good time. I would say that, yeah. I would say I you get a look I on can, your I face. I can rarely ever remember a time where I got really fucked up and people are like, "Oh, this is a problem." Like usually, everyone's laughing, everybody's having a good time. I'm similar, yeah. Yeah. Keep that pussy cold. Keep that pussy cold. Yeah, that's not what you said to. Oh, to. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Her. That, yeah, that chick. Nobody. Yeah. Her career's going well. That's I've heard. She's killing it. I, I don't know how much she's killing it, but I haven't, killing it. I haven't checked up on her in a while. She's like the equivalent of liquid death to your thirst. That's what she's doing oh, to the comedy game. To my laughter. Yeah. She's muscle. killing comedy. She's killing comedy. Yes. Yeah. That's like a great get around whenever you want to talk shit about somebody right to their face. I used to do that all the time. You'd like say, a comedian, oh, dude, I'd be like, dude, you're it. killing it. And they'd be like, "Really?" And I'd be like, "Dude, every like, like everything I see you <laughs> dude, do, I I'm like, this guy's killing comedy." How the fuck? <laughs> it's such a know, great workaround. You, you can be so honest. You can be like, "Dude, like, you just like fucking, you fucking destroyed up there." Yeah, you killed it. Like dude. you destroyed it. And then like in my head, I'm like, I always hear the last couple words of the sentence, like all the momentum of the show. <laughs> like I'm like, dude, you were up there and you just fucking murdered yeah. all the laughter that could possibly happen in this room. Yeah. Like that's what uh, I sh- I should have said to Mike the rapist. I should have been <laughs> like, "Hey man, fucking Christ! Hey man, you're killing it. You're killing comedy. 
honestly, if you would have told me, like, be like, hey, that guy in like five years, he's gonna be at a comedian party and he's going to rape a woman. You know what I'd say? What would you say? I'm like, oh my god. I knew that it. guy's still gonna be doing comedy in five <laughs> yeah. years. Does he get better? Does he get better? Please tell me he gets better. Before Please tell worse. me. Where am I at while it's happening? You are at an open mic. Yeah. Basically killing in front of a room full of people that are never going to book you. Yeah. You are at an open mic. I'm like, so it's kind of the same for me. It's just going to be. the basement of a hookah lounge. Yeah. I'm just going to plateau here, I guess. All right. That's cool. I could probably move to a small town and just become fucking king shithead again. That would be fun for you. No, because I don't want those minions. Minions. Yeah. I want cool minions. Yeah. Like the sharks. Like the street sharks? My street sharks. They're not my minions. We're <laughs> brothers. We're, We're like band of brothers. We're equals. <laughs> We're equals. We're all people that don't get booked. Yeah, that's that's. Although cool. most of them have now quit comedy. I don't know. I'd say two of them get booked. Uh, one of them gets booked. Yeah, one of them gets booked. One of them gets booked. Oh, yeah. And then if you consider the other person who's coming, Connor. Connor gets booked. That's what I was saying. Connor gets booked. Yeah, Connor's like in a like Connor's like if we're the street sharks, he's like special guest appearance. Yeah, like the Harlem Grove. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He's like yeah, exactly. Yeah, like it's like oh man, this is one of those episodes where Connor's. Oh like, shit, Connor's here. Yeah, oh. but he's not like an official street shark. No, no. no. Little through line for the episode. Yeah, like rapist, that. the rapist comedian Mike. God damn it, <laughs> he's gonna come get me. You're gonna get got, dude. It's gonna suck too if he like gets off on everything and then he sues me. Yeah. Because then I'm like, oh, man, I lost all my money to a rapist. All $17. Everything I have. <laughs> Takes these microphones. He just walks in here. He's like, give me those mics. Give me those mics. Get butt naked. <laughs> Get butt naked. <laughs> That'd be cool if that's like how lawsuits ended in a courtroom. It's just like <laughs> like the judge is the judge like, finds in favor of the plaintiff. Get butt naked. What I want is I want to start my own judge TV show yeah. on the afternoons called Judge Get Butt Naked. <laughs> And like that's my ruling is I rule who has to get butt naked. Yeah. So it's like two people are beefing about something. Yeah. And I, I go, I find in the uh, I find the the defendant you get butt naked, <laughs> and then like and the 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 fucking the peanut gallery all goes nuts. Yeah. No, everybody gets nobody's ever excited to see somebody get butt naked. But it sounds like it happens every episode. Yeah, but it's but I'm saying in real life though. Oh yeah. When you see when you see somebody have to actually get butt naked. It, it's never like something where people are like, oh, this is cool. It's always like you just see people like, man, this is bad. Man, this is bad. There's nothing good about having to see somebody get butt naked. This dude. Because you, everybody's worried I'm the next one that's going to have to get butt naked. Because yeah. like, you don't want to be like, Because it oh. started. Yeah, you don't want to be like, oh, dude's getting, oh, you got him getting butt naked. And then the guy turns, he's like, who you're the, next. Yeah, he's, like, he's like, who the fuck are you talking to? You know what? You get butt naked, <laughs> you too. You get butt naked, son. Fucking run in your mouth. Get your, get Get butt naked. Get butt naked. Take them socks. I'm, ta- I'm taking. I'm taking everything from you too, dude. I think someone was smoking crack on my subway the other day, because it didn't smell like a cigarette, and like my visuals were a little strange afterwards. Oh, you got you got uh, contact high from crack. I think so. I mean, does it? I don't know if it's a visual thing. I mean, it wasn't like I felt really good or anything. I was just like, dude, my sight is a little weird right now. I don't think you can get contact high from crack. Crack smoke. I mean, a guy. Okay, because I know someone who told me in college that like this homeless guy asked him for a light, and it was like he was, this guy was like lighting a cigarette, and then he blew the smoke in the guy's face. Yeah, there's fentanyl in it, and there was 
he realized there was a crack rock in the tip of this guy's cigarette. And, he, like, my friend was, like, all fucked up. What did your friend do after he was fucked up? And he, he was, like, all, like, jazzed up and shit. Yeah, but did he do I mean, something I mean, I heard bad? this story 15 years ago. I don't know. Okay, but did he do something stupid after that? No, I don't know. That that's, like, the golden rule. That's what you do. Whenever you do something fucking stupid, you always have to be, oh, like... Oh, you know what he did? You he know got, what it probably was? He it got was probably bu- earlier tonight. Uh, there was a guy who I gave him a cigarette <laughs> he to. Got, no, he got butt he naked. He crack smoke in my face. <laughs> he got butt naked. That's what yeah. he did. Like, that's, like, my... Like, uh... There's those guys that, like, I just saw a video the other day on Instagram. I actually saved it. Yeah. But it's like, it's not very, it's, you can't understand listening to it. But like, uh, somebody, it's like this woman walks past a barn Mm -hmm. and she sees all these guys like taking turns going into the barn and it's like, she starts yelling and these dudes come running out and they're all pulling up their pants and then you see a horse come out. (sighs) They're they're all taking turns fucking a horse. Fucking. Are you sure it wasn't the other way around? No, they're fucking. Why would you fuck a horse? These are little Spanish men. They couldn't take a big old horse dick up their ass. Massive. But like, there's a thing in South America where they believe that if you stick your dick in a donkey's ass, it stretches your dick. So like, the guys who have the biggest dicks, they say, are the guys who fuck donkeys. And I always think to myself, like, same thing as like the crack smoke thing. I'm always like, one guy was fucking a donkey. <laughs> Somebody found out, and they were like, "Hey man, did you fuck a donkey?" And he's like. No, like it's. Well, I did. Yeah, you saw me doing I mean, that. Yeah, but like, I did do that. But yeah, like, like it, it was it, big before that. But like, it makes your dick bigger. Didn't you know that? And the guy's like, "That can't be true." And he's like, "No, no, seriously. Like, I, that's that's like a common fact." And then like that guy went back a week later to go fuck that donkey, and all the guys that were hanging out there. He's like, "Hey guys, I got an idea. If we ever get caught, this feels different. We need to start saying that this thing stretches your dick." <laughs> Because they were saying like little, like young boys, like teen boys do it just because they want to stretch their dicks. Oh my God. If you could get an extra, th- what's the smallest animal you'd stick your dick in to get an extra three inches? I don't want an extra three inches. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> Sorry, I'm the only guy that wants to get to a foot. <laughs> All right, so you don't care about getting to a foot. I'd like to get to a foot just because I think it'd be fun. I'd like to be bigger, soft. Everybody wants to be bigger, soft. Yeah, I can't. There's no worse feeling. Like I'd I'm love fine to, with it erect, but when it's soft, when it's soft now. It's like embarrassing. I can't sleep naked with a girl. Really? I'm too afraid that I'm gonna roll over. Like especially. Okay, the well, no, no, I'll say this. Okay, so it depends on the situation when it's soft. like if I'm with a girl and. I've had a boner and stuff like that. It is bigger soft. But like I'm talking about like soft when like I haven't had any sexual activity in like 24 hours or something. No. Once once I'm done, it goes back. Oh, it goes all the way back. It goes all the way oh, back to Bruce Banner. Fuck, dude. The Hulk is gone. Damn. My dick looks so different soft from when it's hard. Yeah, two different If people. my dick committed a crime when it was hard, it could get <laughs> to Mexico on foot. While it's soft, nobody it could walk into every post office and police station on the way there, and like nobody be like, "Nah, that's not the dick we're looking for." <laughs> that's not the dick. That's that not did the dick the we're crime. looking for. That guy, you're missing a couple feet, buddy. Yeah, you also don't look nearly as angry as this guy did. <laughs> you're not pulsating. <laughs> yeah, you're not pulsating and just like shiny. <laughs> but uh, um, I lay like if I ever. 
like spend the night with a girl like in the summer yeah like sometimes like because girls will like they'll let their rooms get hot like for some reason girls don't mind sleeping in like hot because like they get butt naked like they think oh, I oh just they get off. butt naked they get butt they get buck ass naked yeah and they'll just be like oh because girls are like oh being naked is not a big thing and you know they'll just lay they'll take layers off but like yeah. i have to be like hey you gotta turn an ac on in here because like i can't get butt naked oh uh, i i'm because my worst fear is right like you're you know, you're, you're tussling in the middle of the night, sheets come off. And, and then yeah. like in the morning she wakes up first and she's like, oh, I'm gonna go get a glass of water. And she sits up and she just looks over. She's like, what is that? And she, yeah, she just looks over and she goes, what the fuck is that? Is that a little mouse? Was he fucking me with his thumb last night? What the <laughs> hell's going on here? More Problemos podcast after a word from our sponsors. Remember the carefree days of childhood when you didn't feel guilty by eating mountains of cereal with questionable nutrition? Well now, you can have your cereal and eat it too. Magic Spoon has re-engineered that same great taste with grown-up ingredients for a game-changing cereal, 2.0. Here's my question about Magic Spoon. How much magic is involved in making Magic Spoon? I think the magic book refers to... Did you know David Copperfield raped a woman on an island? <laughs> Speaking of magic. <laughs> this is a great product, I'm sure. I, I'm looking at it right now. It says that it has more protein. It has 12, point, 12 to 14 grams of protein. Whereas like a Fruit Loops only has a two. Frosted Flakes only has one. Cocoa Puffs one. Uh, Reese Puffs has three. Even your, uh, what is that, Special K? That's only two grams. What the fuck? Special is that? How special can that shit be? I think the magic refers to that it tastes good and it's healthy. It's like it's magic. Yeah, and then like what he would do is he would go into the crowd and he would like, he'd do a trick for that woman. And he'd be like, I would love to take you out after this. And he would like, he'd bring her in the back. And then he would be like, I'd like to take you to this island. I can tell that there's a good story coming, but I think that... (laughs) It's a little immaterial, because they don't mean literal magic. magic. Well, it's the only one out of it. They have Magic Spoon, Fruit Loops, Frosted Flakes, Cocoa Puffs, Reese's Puffs, uh, Kashi Go, even Special K. Um, Special K Protein, even. Special K Protein, yeah. And they're saying that out of all those, only Magic Spoon is grain-free and gluten-free. Gluten-free is important. You have those, yes. those conditions. Yes, and there's no sugar in any of this. Like, even the best one out of this list has five grams, that Kashi Go. The rest of them are all double digits. Magic Spoon has zero, zero grams of sugar. Um, zero consent is involved in David Copperfield's Rape Island, where he would take women, apparently he would take them out there, and he would have whole wardrobes waiting for them. He'd take them literally the night of a show. Like, he'd literally tell a woman, he'd be like, hey, do you want to go to an island? And they'd say, okay. And then he would put him on a plane, yeah. get him to an island. I would put that sword in my hat for now. <laughs> I'll get back to that later. Okay. Magic Spoon. Magic Spoon. But How often do you have something that tastes great and is good for you? It never happens. You know what they say? Having something, having something that tastes great and it's good for you. It's one of those things where you're like, this is too good to be true. Exactly. Kind of like exactly. whenever a famous man yeah. comes to you as a woman and is like, hey, I want to whisk you away to an island. 
and I want to give you everything you've ever dreamed of. You're like, oh my God, this is too good to be true. It is too good to be true because it's David Copperfield and he's allegedly, we should say allegedly, uh, although I think there has been some civil suits settled. He has um, gotten busted for fucking trying to rape women on an island. It's something like that. Let's look that up. Let's Google that real quick. Click Jamie. <laughs> Jamie, we've got we've got Jamie from Rogan sitting in. Um, I thought this was a total thing you made of 100%. No, I didn't. David Copperfield accused of drugging and assaulting a 17-year-old model in 1988. What a piece of shit. Look at this. It happened in 1988, and he thought he'd get away with it. He, he thought this piece of shit was like, I can make the fucking Twin Towers disappear, or the Statue of Liberty. I'm sorry. I was thinking of another magician for a second. I was thinking of that. I was thinking of that fucking Vegas act, Osama bin Laden, who made the fucking Twin Towers disappear. This guy made the Statue of Liberty disappear on national TV. That's actually, a lot of people don't know that. That's actually why Osama decided he was actually a struggling magician, and David Copperfield was his enemy. And he saw Copperfield get rid of the Statue of Liberty. And he was like, I'll do you two better. <laughs> and that's why, that's why that happened. Yeah, so Copperfield. And then, but there's also the, that was like something totally different. I'm talking about. Yeah, this is all about the drugging of a David Copperfield, 30-year-old sexual. So many. He must have been an alpha brain. Rape. <laughs> Yeah, this is there. A lot of this is about this story from like thirty years ago, I guess. But there's, but there's a thing. Put in uh, island. Put in island. Yeah, island. Island. David Copperfield's Island of Horror. This motherfucker. This motherfucker's one of the biggest rascals we've ever talked about on this show. A Seattle woman has accused magician David Copperfield of luring her to his remote private island in the Caribbean repeatedly and threatening to kill her if she told anyone but anyway yeah so long story short david copperfield magician don't trust magicians but trust the magician spoon magic spoon there we go we we came back around yeah we're back we back at it they might they might pick us up (laughs) a lot of editing (laughs) they might it's a long commercial this was a long commercial magicspoon.com Now return you to the Problemos Podcast. Yeah. Um, I saw a video this week. Oh boy, which is my favorite video I've seen this Jesus week. Jesus Christ! When when Nick says I saw a video this week, I'm like, oh boy, saw it on E fucked. Yeah, I, I I was about to say, well, did you see it on E fucked? Yeah, it was a drone footage. <laughs> Of in the Ukraine, two Russian soldiers, one sucking the other one's dick. Nice. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to show you this. And then a drone strike happens. Yep. No. Hang on. Let me, because this is going to blow your fucking mind. Whenever I see. I almost wish you didn't guess it because I wanted you to be so surprised. Whenever I see you, I know I'm going to get exposed to something that I didn't need to see. I was in my. Where do you get this? I was in my work truck. And I was like, just like bored at work. And I started watching E-Fuck. And I was like, holy shit. Dude, you are the dude in the work truck watching porn. I always worry about that. That's why I turn the, the brightness down on my... <laughs> <head>. <laughs> you 
You got to get one of those like uh, privacy filter screens. That's what I was thinking about getting. Just so you can watch porn in the work truck. I remember walking down some street downtown one time and there were a bunch of Uber drivers parked and they were all gathered around showing each other porn on their phones. That's great. That's great. Okay, so here it is. This is the Russian soldiers. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's a, it's basically it looks like he's it's, got his hand on his head. Yeah, it's like a it looks like it's like a old like warehouse type building that there's no longer a roof on. Oh my God, so dude. when the drone was going over, it spotted these two guys in regalia. Did you see them drop the bomb? Isn't that nuts? They dropped that thing literally five feet to their left. It goes through a hole in the floor. So it must go down into the basement when yeah, it hits. Yeah. And from the explosion, it makes the floor they're on like just go flying up in the air. <laughs> God. I love the idea of two Russian soldiers deciding they're going to suck each other's dicks. And then that happens. I have never. You know who that really sucks for? The guy who had to suck first. Yeah. Because, you know, he was like, look, I'll suck your dick. But you gotta, you gotta, suck, you gotta suck mine. You after. gotta suck mine after, and like, and don't tell me you're tired afterwards. Yeah. Like, no. I wonder if as the guy was getting his dick sucked, though, like, he's about to come, and he looks up, and he sees it for a second, and he goes, "Oh!" Uh. He goes, <laughs> he's like, "Can I finish in time?" Because <laughs> I've, I've, I once saw, uh, I was staying someplace, mm-hmm. and. I was jacking off. Yep. Naturally. And there was a rat in the room. <laughs> You're like, hungry, buddy? Well, I did the thing where I I saw the rat and I was like, oh, fuck. And I kept, I started doing like a real slow stroke. <laughs> I was like assessing the situation. I was like watching it in the corner. I'm like, can I finish this and take care? And I'm like, well, I'm all. Does I'm, it know? I like, I'm not going to be able to fucking do anything about it until I finish this anyway. Yeah. So I just like fucking came in a little tissue and then like immediately jumped up and I was like, all right, now I got to kill a rat. (laughs) What a rough trip. Which is what I say after intercourse. Usually (laughs) whenever I want to leave, I just go, she's like, Hey, where are you going? I'm like, I got to go kill kill a rat. rat. (laughs) I used to have a friend who was, uh, he was gay and he dated a guy that was like 15, 20 years older than him. Mm -hmm. And like, he used to tell us like all the weird shit that they'd have to do together. Because it was like transactional for him. It'd be like, he'd be like, you know, he takes me places, you know, he buys me shit. And it's like, this is part of the, part of the thing. Mm. Which I'm not saying that gay versus straight is, there's any difference, but I do feel like when you're a dude, you talk differently to another dude. Yep. Like, I feel like, I feel like with a younger woman, there would be certain things that I'd be like. Women don't want to hear a guy say this, but as a guy, I'm like, what guy doesn't like hearing this shit? So I'd be like, hey, I'm going to be really gross with you. Yeah. (laughs) Not gross because it's two guys. I'm saying gross because you feel more open that like we're both guys. We both like the same thing. Yeah. Like with a woman, you have to kind of be like, how do I convey this in a way that doesn't freak her out? Yeah. But like as a guy, you're like, well, if I find this, like this is a guy's way of thinking. I'm just going to say what a guy thinks because I'm talking to another guy. And then you just get into these like really gross situations mm-hmm. where you're like, hey, put your hands out, catch it in your hands, and then <laughs> then lap it up like a cat. <laughs> like I can't say that to a chick. 
I can't be like, hey, lap it up like a cat out of your hand. I have to be like, I'd be like, oh, put your, put your, you like, maybe like, uh, uh, put, put it put, in your mouth. Oh. Put your, put your hands right there. Okay. 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 Oh, you don't have to throw it away. You can just, I don't you know, can you could eat it. You could eat it. You could eat that. Maybe if you want to. Um, but if it was a dude, I'd be like, eat that shit now. <laughs> Am I right, bro? Come on, bro. Suck that up. <laughs> Oh my god! All the gay guys that I know are, well, first of all, the gay guys that I'm friends with are like hot and party hard, but they all are um, Andrew WK. Yeah, they're all Andrew WK. Um, they're all all their relationships are open. Yeah, I know. And they, all, of- and they hook up with like their friends, like the people they party with regularly. Like, yeah, they hook up with like random gay dudes at the rave, but like they also like hook up with each other. I used to have a a boss yeah. who was gay yeah. and he hired a guy that he knew mm-hmm. to work with us and he like owned the company and stuff and when this guy started working for us we found out he didn't he was actually he was the boyfriend of the boss's friend uh-huh. and one night we all went out for drinks after work and um, I was like so you know so and so like your your boyfriend's friends with him originally like they worked together or something and he was like, yeah, he's like, uh, the owner's husband works with my boyfriend and I need a job. So like, that's how this came about. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, cool. I was like, uh, so you guys like hang out and stuff? And he's like, well, he's like, they invited us to Fire Island a couple times. And I was like, oh yeah, how was that? And he's like, uh, it was kind of weird. He's like, first time we went, he's like, you know, I'm a pretty open guy. You know, he's like, I don't have any like weird things about like, you know, I'm gay. I don't care if like, you know, people are a little promiscuous and stuff like when you're in situations, but He's like, uh, first day, he's like, we're there. He's like, wake up the first morning after the first night and come downstairs. And he's like, the guy who's our boss, he's like, yeah, he's just in the kitchen, butt naked, making eggs. Yeah. And then like goes and sits with somebody who's not his husband on the couch and is like, like basically like playing with his dick while he eats eggs. Yeah. I'm like, this is what I hear about Fire Island. And I'm like, you know what? That's dudes. (laughs) They're like taking ecstasy like as the sun's rising and shit, it's crazy out there, dude. Like I want, imagine if like I you go. and like a chick you're dating, right? Yeah. Like you, a chick, and then it's another one of your guy friends, his chick, another guy friend, his chick. Imagine you guys all get a place, right? Yeah. The whole reason no one's just like touching a pussy while they eat eggs is because you're like, chicks aren't, a chick's going to be like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> but you know, deep down, if you were there with, if you were there with a dude, if you grabbed like if another like if you're into dudes and like you're eating your eggs and yeah. another guy sat down and just like hey let me play with your dick a little bit while you're eating your eggs, you'd <laughs> like, be like this is perfect you'd be like man this fucking brunch came early this is awesome I'm gonna eat these eggs while I get my dick played with like yeah. this is like what's better than this yeah I'd love to have my dick played with while I eat eggs yeah. but I feel like I can't broach that with a woman yeah the right woman you could you gotta find a you don't know. Yeah, you're right. The woman that, yeah. Yeah, because there's too many things that come with that. Then, like, yeah. it becomes a thing where it's like, they're like, oh, so I see what you like. That's your thing. It's oh, like, yeah. And they, they, no, no, it's, just, it's just cool right it's now. It's just cool. It's, it's just, just cool a cool right thing now. dudes do. Yeah. It's just guys being guys. Just guys being guys. Yeah. That's why I'm an ally. Absolutely. I totally am for gay people getting to do whatever they want because God bless them. Yeah. I wish I had the. Freedom. I wish I could be gay. Why are people so mad? That's another thing too. It like, looks like so much I feel fun. Like people that like are anti-gay, like they're not thinking about these things. Like, do you know how cool it'd be to get your dick played with while yeah. you eat some eggs? Yeah, <laughs> that's a big selling point I hear. Yeah, when they convert someone. Yeah, 
I love a fucking over easy egg on a pumpernickel bagel while somebody just, just fucking pinches my, pinches my helmet. Yeah. <laughs> pinches my they pinch my helmet until I get to hard level. Yeah. Although I will say, though, as somebody who has a small, soft dick. <laughs> yeah. That could be a problem. Yeah. Because, like, I'm trying to eat my eggs. And some dude's, like, he's, like, if everybody's got their dicks out, my first thought is, because we're still dudes. I better get hard. Somebody's going to be, like, yo, what is that? <laughs> I think, dude, I think my friends, they, like, jack off together. Dude, look how big his balls is and how tiny his dick is. They, like, I think they, like, edge together before they go out. Your gay friends? Yeah. That'd be pretty cool. Because one time I was with all of them and someone said something. I can't remember exactly what was said, but what I garnered from like what I caught was like they were all going to like they would have pulled it out and like all like edged together if I wasn't there. That's dope. <laughs> I was like, oh, fuck. I'm fucking up your guys night. Fucking up everything. Yeah. They're all plotting how they're going to rape you in the middle of the night. Is that how is that how it happens? Is it like vampires? Is that how you become gay? No, it's child predators. Child predators are like vampires. Oh, oh yeah. If you get child predator, then you usually become a child predator. Yeah. yeah. It's fucked up. It's a fucked up cycle. Yeah. That's why you got to kill the head pedophile. <laughs> kill the head pedophile. Everybody turns back. Nobody wants... To, that's the thing. We've been trying to find this head pedophile for years. the guy that started it. Yeah, you find the first one. You have to find the master. The master And then you, you kill him and then it releases the curse. Yeah. You've been listening to the Problemos Podcast. Listen to all past and future episodes wherever you get your podcasts, including Spotify and Google Podcasts. Contact the show by addressing your electronic mail to problemospod at gmail.com. <laughs>